What's up? What's up? Greetings and salutations. It is a beautiful November 10th, 2018. And welcome to another episode of Ryan and Case No Chase. It is I, the one and only Casey Kello. You know what I'm talking about. And with me, as always, is my homeboy, my brother from another mother, Ryan Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. What up? What up? We got another good one for you. We're going to get right into it. Let's go. True and exact. True indeed. True indeed. So today, um, me and Ryan uh, wanted to talk about one of our favorite subjects in the world, which is accountability. Now, of course, we could go on and on and on about accountability, but we just wanted to keep it in a certain context. So we're going to talk about accountability as far as it goes within friendships. So friends and accountability. So we wanted to tackle this subject. So basically, um, we just wanted to go over the game and how people, how we look at friendships. So Ryan, um, like, what do you define as a friend, bro? Like, well, like what's something that you define as a friendship and, and what's the key to keeping a, a, a good friendship going in your opinion? Okay. In my opinion, um, I don't know, I always say like uh just be the same man keep your same energy. Don't don't change up on me. If it's somebody that's going to be loyal and and just always be the same person no matter what. I don't I don't like when people change up over anything over little things whether it's oh I'm dating somebody new now so I can't really fuck with you like that then to mm-hmm. me I'm like well you probably didn't really fuck with me to begin with if somebody like that if, if a new person in your life changes True and how our relationship is. I mean, I understand we may not as often anymore. We may not talk on a regular basis, but I should be able to know when I do talk to you, we're going to have that same energy together. You know what I'm saying? And yes, indeed, man. I agree 100%, bro. Uh, to me, the key over the years, man, is like I've had uh, pretty much the same core of friends. I'm always willing to make new friends. But the one thing that works for me is like when it comes to friends, I don't really I'm not going to really ask of a friend uh, something that I'm not going to ask of myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Self-love is the most important thing. And when going into any relationship, let alone a friendship. So. If you're my friend, my expectations of you are not that high. I put more of the onus and more of the responsibility of the friendship on myself. I'm not the type of friend, like, I'm not the type of friend to sit up and, and, and needs validation or needs stimulation for my friendships. Mm-hmm. I just, if we, if we are friends and we rock out, then that's just that. I don't need too much out of you other than just to, just like Ryan said, to continue just being my friend and, and mm-hmm. you, you know, be there for me, you know. But, you know, of course, you know, just don't take me and Ryan's side of it. it ain't the only side that counts. You know, there's always uh, a difference of opinion. So me and Ryan wanted to like unpack it and break it all down. And it also runs right into accountability. And um, you know what? what? Houdini right. said it best. Ones you can depend on, man. Like I like to have somebody on. I can depend on. It's hard for me to call somebody my friend and I can't even depend on them for nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, 
I should be true. I should be able to call you like if I if I just so happen to need something or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Just someone I can depend on, like, hey, I need a ride or my car broke down or absolutely, you know, something like that. I'm down on my luck. Can you help me out? Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, me and Ryan took some time out to, you know, look up a few definitions for y'all, you know, just to uh, enhance, you know, what we're saying. So, you know, that this is something that we put a lot of thought into. So the definition, uh, as Google would say, is a, of a friend is a person whom one knows and whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. So pretty much a person that you have a bond, a mutual affection, mutual love, and uh, you can't be fucking them and you can't, it can't be your family. So Mm -hmm. that's basically what the definition of a friend is. Uh, Through all my life, man, like some people I've noticed, bro, will call people friends, but the thing that I'm knowing now in my 34 years is that a lot of people don't want friends. They want flunkies. They want mm. people to stimulate them, and they want people t- around that's going to help them. So, Well, you I know what, always... Casey? You got you to gotta define flunky. Okay, let what me is define, a flunky? Let me def- I'm glad you said that, my brother. Let me define flunky real quick. All right. Uh, a uh, flunky to me, uh, the 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 definition and first of all it says under it is like derogatory, <laughs> right? Derogatory. Term. So it's not nothing good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, a person who performs relatively menial tasks with someone else, especially obsequiously. I don't know what that word means. So we're gonna go with my opinion. <laughs> a flunky is pretty much like. A person that you look at and be like, this person is just here to enhance and do shit for me. And basically, I'm the winner. I'm who this shit is about. This person, this is not really about them. Like, nigga, you here to uh, back me up. Like, you know, like Dracula and Igor. Mm. You know, like, I'm the nigga. You just my sidekick. Batman and Robin, nigga, you my sidekick. This about me. Right, right. So that was always my definition of what a flunky is, you know, a per a yes man, a person that's just gonna sit around you and tell you everything that you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta have less flunkies around us, man. And I've always felt like as a friend, we obligated to be honest with each other. You know? Yeah. Like Ryan, yeah. if me and you stepping out to the club and my motherfucking ass got a bug in my nose, a friend is a person that's gonna say, yo, pull you to the side. And be like, yo, my man, you got you know, get the book out, you know, get they they gonna, they gonna get you right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's the type of friends I want. I don't want a friend that's gonna go around and tell me everything I want to hear. Your friends need to hold each other accountable. Accountable, yes. And you know what's funny, man? Like it, it's hilarious. Just last week I was out in Vegas, right? right? And I went to a little nightclub in the MGM. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's in the MGM. And uh it was a girl in there, a black girl in there. Her hair was fucked up. <laughs> I, bruh, when I say fucked up, I mean it was fucked up. I mean, it was nappy, naughty. It was just all matted to her fucking head. And it looked like she tried to like brush it back and try to put it like pin it up <laughs> or some shit. And the first thing I said to myself was, that bitch ain't got no friends. Not one. Not one friend. 
Because these motherfuckers let you come out looking like that. They knew your hair was fucked up, but they probably felt like, shit, it's going to make me look that much better because her hair fucked up. Absolutely, bro. Bruh. Oh, my gosh. Can't get that image out my head now. And, like, in life, if your friend keep fucking up at something over and over again and you just continue, you don't get, you know what the problem is, you should offer your opinion, you know, to kind of try to help them out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, a couple of things that I ran through on this subject was a lot of the time people want friends around them to fill in the gaps of their own insecurities. Right. And what I mean when I say that is you a short nigga, so you want to hang out with other short niggas. Or you mm-hmm. ugly nigga, you or you or sometimes you ever seen that girl that got the the ugly ass friend that's like her best friend, but Oh, of course, of course. You always got that one. I always see like it'd be a bunch of pretty well no, I think that it'd be like one pretty girl and a bunch of ugly girls. <laughs> like Bitch, do you hang around all of them just to make they, yourself feel better? They make her feel better about herself. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you're right, though. A lot of people do use the term friend very loosely, man. Absolutely. And, and I don't really, I don't agree with that. I don't like just everybody I meet is not my friend. Like, we might True. be uh, associates. We might just know each other. Like, people will ask me, like, hey, you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I'm cool with them. We cool. We don't have no issues. But just because I don't call you my friend don't mean it's something derogatory or something negative between us. It's just that's just not the level we got. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We just we might just be cool. We cool. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people, uh, like you said, man, I take that the title friend pretty seriously. Like, yeah, that's my friend. You know, that's my friend. We friends. Yeah, I take that. I, th- I don't think a lot of people take it seriously, but a, 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 a true test that you can always give yourself in case you came up with this a few years ago. If you sitting there right now and you got friends, look at what you bring to the table financially. Look what you bring to the table physically. Look what you bring to the table in every aspect of your relationship. Ask yourself, if I took that away, would you? Would this person still be my friend? Mm-hmm. If I could be real for a second, Ryan's my friend. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's my co-host or my other host. He is my friend. There is not a goddamn thing that me and Ryan could say tomorrow. This is the reason why we friends. Like, if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't even fuck with KC. If it right. wasn't for this, I wouldn't fuck with Ryan. It's just a mutual, I fuck with you. I got love for you. I fuck with you, too. I got love for you. That's it. There is no, oh, my God, you know, I'm single and I need somebody to talk to. Right, exactly. There isn't, oh, my God, when I'm around Ryan, he make me feel tall because he's shorter than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it's or Ryan don't be like, man, I hang around Casey because he make me feel like I'm in shape. It's none of that. None of that. It's just literally, I fuck with this dude, and that's it. So, I think that if a lot of you, if a lot of people out there really thought about that and really said that shit, I really believe a lot of you guys would notice that motherfuckers are around you because of what you bring to the table. Because mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Hill had a quote a few years ago. I heard her say something along the lines of like, people say they love you. People say that they fuck with you. People say that they're friends. But as soon as you no longer stimulating them, right, 
They right. don't want to fuck with you no more. So whatever you bring into the table, as soon as you're not bringing it to the table no more, they don't fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. Shit, let's be real. Some people are friends with you while they single. They get in a motherfucking relationship. All of a sudden, y'all not friends no more. All right. That's why I say, man, you got to keep that same energy, man. Like some people can't... friends with you, Ryan. Some people friends with you when they when they broke. Yeah. As soon as they get a little bit of money, they ain't as soon cool they with get you some no bread, more. Man, I had a friend. He gonna remain nameless. I love him to death. But I, he had a whole different group of friends where he had some money in his pocket. Mm. I was a broke friend. <laughs> you the broke one, huh? When when he broke, I'm the he one that was around the nigga when he had shit. When he was in, when he, you know, when shit was fucked up, he fuck around and 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 get him some, get him some drugs to sell or some shit. He had a whole different team of friends that he had then. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, but you know what, Casey? And you've met you've met pretty much everybody that I consider my friend. Uh-huh. And if you notice, all of them are pretty much they they pretty much are, are similar to me. They mm-hmm. they either funny, real chill, laid back, and just cool people overall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And every last one of them just always been the same. Like they've been the same. They've been consistent. Ever since I've met them, every last one of them the same. I know I can pick up the phone and talk to every last one of them, and I pretty much know we're going to have the same type of relationship forever. Absolutely, man. It ain't going to be, oh, uh, I got a new person in my life, or uh, I made a little bit of money, so I can't really fuck with Ryan no more because that nigga broke. Exactly. Um, I can understand my life, man, without going into the going into names. The male friends is always like that. The female friends always a bit, yeah, a little bit. Like, my female friends have come and go throughout my life. But I can say with most of my female friends, if not all, there's usually a purpose. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Some girls I thought were my friends, and they just would like one of my homeboys. Right. They would be like, yo, Casey, I fuck with Casey cousin. Oh, I fuck with Casey homeboy. You know how I usually realize... That a girl really ain't my friend. When that? When I start dating somebody else, <laughs> <laughs> and the bitch stopped talking to me, I'm like, "Well, damn! I thought we were cool." No, right? Motherfuckers start blocking me on social media and don't <laughs> call me and don't talk to me no more. Like, let me fuck around and start like announcing, like, "Yeah, I'm dating somebody," <laughs> or you know, "I'm married" or whatever. Bitches start falling off on me, boy. I swear, I'm like, damn. And I thought we was like just real cool friends. Or sometimes it's like a weird energy to your woman too. Like if you got a female yeah, friend, you just have yeah. a weird ass energy towards your spouse. Right, right. Like, what the fuck are you beefing with my like and, and men too? Like if you if ladies, oh, if yeah. you got a male friend and all of a sudden you get a boyfriend and it's like off the rip, he just like, man, fuck that nigga. Like for no reason. I ain't even met him. That means that nigga was your friend for a purpose. Yeah, he wanted some of them he wanted some of them sheets. Yeah, he was trying to get that ass. And now he knows he not getting that ass. He was waiting for an opportunity <laughs> to shoot that shot. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But man, I mean also a word that I hear that get thrown around there a lot, Ryan, is like loyalty. Oh yeah. I hate when people use that word and then try to put it on other people. And this is how it kind of makes a transition into accountability. 
loyalty isn't something you should ask for other people. You should just be loyal. Don't worry about them. Mm-hmm. Dog, you should want a person to be loyal to themselves. You should want people around you that's loyal to themselves, not loyal to you. Right. You should want somebody that's going to make the best decisions for themselves and still fuck with you. Absolutely. What type of sick motherfucker would say, I want a motherfucker that's more loyal to me than they are to themselves? Yeah. Be loyal to yourself. Don't be loyal to me. Be loyal to the right. Do the right thing. Like, don't. If I'm on some bullshit, let me know. I'm sorry, man, Ron. I've never been that nigga, dog. I've never been that friend. Like, if you want some bullshit, I'm going to tell you you want some bullshit. And I feel like that's how all friends should be. Like, you should tell me, like, hey, you on that shit, nigga. I feel like you bullshitting. Just like I get on you about the gym, nigga. Like, (laughs) I feel like you full of shit. Like, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Oh, Lord. Casey is my friend. I love this man to death. He went on his diet. He was losing a lot of weight, looking good. I'm like, Casey, hey. Oh, you know what? Let me backtrack. He's not on a diet. He's on a lifestyle change. He changed the way he eats. And I respect that 100%. But I was telling him, I said, Casey, think about how much more weight you would lose and how healthier you'll feel if you started working out. You get into the gym. He's like, Ryan, you know what? I had a gym membership. You know what? I, I should have been going. I had a gym membership. And, you know, we've been paying on the bill, whatever. But you know what? My van broke down. So when I get my van fixed, I'm on it. I said, all right, Casey. Cool. Casey got the van fixed. He started going to work out. I was like, all right, Casey, on it. He's working out. And then that shit came to a halt. And I've been on him ever since. Like, Casey, you, you get back in the gym? Man, look. And he would come up with these different excuses each and every fucking time. And I always sound like, Casey... What about accountability? I'm I'm trying to keep you accountable, brother. I want you to be able for your shit. And hey, I always hey. tell him, like, Casey, I think you're full of shit right now. Now I his am. latest excuse is, uh, I need a workout partner. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all tell me if that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I be lonely in the gym, Ryan. I be lonely. Bruh, the, the, the weights are in there. The fucking Stairmaster's in there. The treadmill's in there. It's a bunch of shit in there. You're not by yourself. That's true. I even talked to Casey one time in the gym to keep him company. We was on the phone while this man was working out for about 45 minutes. That's true. And, you know, right here live in person, you know, we'd be accountable. You know, that's mm-hmm. what friends are supposed to do. Ryan's not going to sit here and say, Casey, I'm okay with you not going to the gym. Yeah, I'm not as flunky. I'm his friend. I'm not yeah. going to just be like, Oh, Casey, you look good. Don't even worry about the gym. Nah, Casey, get your ass back in the gym like you said you was going to do. There you go. Uh, By the way, I do look good. Don't say, Casey, I'm going to tell him you look good if you don't. Nigga, I do look good. Fuck you. Well, listen, get your ass back in the gym. You'll look better. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> right. I feel you. So this is just what we talk about, man. That's just an example, even behind the scenes of how me and Ryan keep each other accountable for our shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is friendship. One time, man, I was on a a a Twitter, you know, and a female started, female that I was working with started talking, uh, started talking kind of reckless to me, talking about you know what she wanted to do to my body. Mm. So I called my nigga Ryan, and I'm like, Ryan, you know, man, you know, been talking a little crazy to me. You know what Ryan say? 
He said, God damn it, Casey, stop talking to that bitch. Exactly. Your family, your wife, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't even talk. Don't, don't entertain that shit at all. You feel what I'm saying? So these are just examples of Ryan can sit back and be like, hey, man, do what you do. He's not going to support it. If Ryan fuck up his situation or whatever with his great wife and his situation right now, I'm not going to be the nigga just sitting there and like, I'm going to tell him I disagree. If he wants to fuck shit, I'm going to tell him, you know, I disagree with him. You know, he going to tell me he disagree with me. So that's an example of not only accountability, but just friends holding each other accountable and also that's holding themselves what a, That's what a friend is supposed to do. A friend exactly. is supposed now, to hold you accountable for your shit. Exactly. And a lot of people don't hold themselves accountable, but they will hold other people accountable, but they won't hold yeah, themselves Yeah, and that's another issue. That is another issue. People, like, it all starts with you. The first thing you need to do is look in the mirror and think about what can you do or what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. when shit that, goes wrong in your life, it's too easy to point the finger and say, well, I got passed up on this promotion because this motherfucker did this or the man trying to hold me down and all of this other bullshit. When you could really go and look in the mirror and say, well, you know what? I got passed over for that promotion, but what could I have done better? Or, or you know, what did I do wrong? What can I change about me so that next time I can't get passed over for this promotion or whatever the situation may be? Mm-hmm. And but go out there not, and not seek that information. Else. Yeah. Like, listen, we're going to keep it 100, man. Me, me and Ryan talk about this shit all the time. Racism is out there, discrimination is out there, whatever. But as somebody who works in a job where I see people coming for interviews every day, I see people have orientations and I see people and I see the way people conduct themselves. Some of y'all can't say it's discrimination. Okay, so are you eating a fucking sandwich? How you know? How, how could you tell? Man, if you don't put that shit down, <laughs> you over here smacking like a motherfucker, man. Come on. Shit, shit. is good, man. Uh, my bad. So anyway, I'll put it down for later. But anyway, so one thing that you'll notice about um, yeah, like people are coming to my job all the time, right? Like you'll say you're trying to get a job. You know, this job paid this much. This job is this and this and this. It's a great opportunity. Bro, you come in and work with a wife beater and you're high and your pants is hanging down your ass. And I hate to sound like my daddy, man, but I got to keep it real, man. Like your pants is hanging all the way down and your drawers are showing and you you high. And you you know what I'm saying? And you you got a white beat on and you dirty and you 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 not speaking intelligently. You speaking stupid. You talking like you don't have that much vocabulary, mm-hmm. bro. Don't nobody want to bring that type of person in their organization. Don't nobody want to get that person. No fuck it. Don't want to give you an opportunity because of that. Now that same dude, and and I'm not and I and trust me, I'm not one person that's against people smoking weed. You want to smoke weed? I don't. I'm not against it. I think they should legalize it and all that. But all I'm saying is, if you got a job and if you coming up, just don't get high before the get get high after the job interview. That's all I'm saying. You know you what know? I don't understand? What is or what are the benefits of sagging your pants? It's just the style. What fucking style is this? <laughs> is this the style of I want my ass to be cold in the winter or what? Hey, look, I'll put it to you like this, Ryan. 
when we was coming up in the nineties, early two thousands and shit, we sad because our pants were too fucking big. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, I want I want my pants to be real baggy, so I'ma sag them. No, our pants we was buying our pants is goddamn five sizes too big. Yeah, and then you know, and then they sag because your clothes your clothes are too big, your shirt was yeah. way too big, your shirt. Now, when I see these motherfuckers with skinny jeans on sagging, I'm looking like... With a belt on. With a belt. Like, why the fuck? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Sorry. I went off on a tangent. Anyways. Let's go back. So, yeah. So, you can't say when you came to that work that that's somebody trying to hold you away from an opportunity. Right. Oh, man, it's because I'm black. You You can't say that because I've seen white people come in there looking the same way. And they won't get hired either. Mm-hmm. You know you what know, I mean. So I seen a dude, Casey. This is when I was uh I was in Vegas. I was on my way back. Actually, it was a uh, we was riding down this road, and uh, it was a guy on one of them little hoverboard things. Black dude on a hoverboard, and he started riding in the middle of the fucking street. Now what? I can just only imagine that if he were to get hit by a car. He would be pointing the finger, blaming on other people like, oh, these motherfuckers hit me because I'm a black man riding in the street. <laughs> no, we hit you because you're an idiot riding in the fucking street. Like, take exactly. accountability and think about the fact that, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be in the street. And if he had some real friends, maybe they would tell his ass, bro, there you go. Don't ride in the street. That's stupid. And that's why I'm so happy, like, that I had all my life, the friends that God has blessed me with, man, because my cousin Shannon and shit, I'm saying his name, he listens every week, and we love you. But... Yep, yep. Big shout out to Shannon. Yeah, man, definitely. And uh, I remember Cuz was always, he always was working, he always had a whip, he was always articulating, like, he don't even understand how much me coming up as a young dude, like, that would inspire me while it was different, you know what I'm saying, because Cuz was never really on no ratchet shit. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be like him. You know what I mean? You know what? Shannon used to inspire me too. I remember Shannon had this uh, red, I think it was a red Chevy Cavalier. I remember that. And he changed out the emblems and put Toyota emblems. And I was like, yo, that's kind of dope. Ain't nobody going to think about that. People going to be looking like, damn, when the fuck Toyota come up with one of these? (laughs) And I thought this shit was so dope, man. I he that probably was, was like, these ain't even came out out here. <laughs> right. They ain't even came out in America yet, nigga. That's that shit, shit is in Japan. Dope, but no, on a but serious he, note, though, he did inspire me, man, because he he was never one to go with the wave of everybody else. Shannon kind of just went against the grain of what, what, what you expected black people to be doing around that time, especially like he lived down in Grove. He did not do the same type of shit that they was doing out there. Brother was and was right there. You wouldn't even know Shannon stayed in Grove. Exactly. You know like Shannon used to play soccer and shit like that. I'm like, you know what? I like the fact that he's just not the type that, oh, I'm a black football. I'm gonna go play basketball and shit like that. Yeah. He he was always he was always marching to the beat of his own motherfucking drum. Yeah. And it was it was so inspirational as a kid, like growing up with this guy to show you that it was cool like to be an individual mm-hmm. and not really go into be going into trends and shit like that. You know right, what I'm saying? He was always right. like his own man. And I thought mm-hmm. he was amazing. So the point that I was trying to make was like sometimes, man, you just have to have accountability because there's different type of people in the world, but 
you know, when you going for a job interview, you know, keep your shit tight, keep it together. You can't blame nobody for mm-hmm. your fuck ups if you aren't dressing and looking and being the part. Right. Casey, okay. let me ask you something real quick. Go ahead. Have you ever been on the other side of the spectrum? Have you ever been a flunky or been somebody's? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I have. And it's a, it's and I'm just now realizing it with the help of good friends. Again, yes, I have. Now that's that's serious right there. That right there alone in itself is deep. Yeah, that because because when you, you around real, real friends, friends that don't want nothing for you, just to just to you know love you, give you some game, pick you up when you're down and shit, inspire you and do you know just just got love for you. It just kind of shows you who the real fuck niggas is and who the and, and that you truly are a flunky. You know, mm-hmm. like. Because it's been a lot of times in my life where I've never been the type of person that like needed. I've never been. I never really. Co- it was weird because it's like I never really competed with my friends. Like I never thought like I was like we're supposed to compete. Even when I was an idiot, when I was a kid, it was always like you my nigga. I'm not competing with you. We competing with them niggas over there. You feel right, what I'm saying? I was right. never like yo. I'm competing with my with my friends. Mm-hmm. Y'all are my friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm not competing with y'all. I'm competing with them niggas over there. Like. You know, we're from Call of God. We're 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 competing with them. Mm-hmm. It took me forever. Maybe I'm a little slow, but it took me forever to realize that there was niggas right beside me and women right beside me that was looking at me like KC can't be doing better than me, and I'm gonna feel some type of way if he is. I didn't know that. Right. Because to me, I never yo. When I tell you, bro, Anybody who ever could say he was friends with me and something good happened to you, nigga, I'm applauding to the rapping. You're doing something. I'm supporting you. You married. I, you know, if you're married, I'm supporting you. If you have kids, I'm supporting you. If you fucking great, great mm-hmm. job, you get money, I'm supporting you. And nigga, even if you are making a bunch of money and we go out to dinner, nigga, if we're going out to lunch, I, I'll pay for it. Yeah. and But that's I, what I'm saying. That's how it's supposed to be, though, bro. Like, a friend is supposed to support you no matter what. And, and I'm going to drop a little jewel on you. Like, how can you be somebody's friend if you're looking forward to their failures? Uh, say that one more time. Think about that. Just think about that. How can you say I'm your friend if 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 I if you're looking forward to my failures? How exactly. can you say we're friends? You're my friend, but you're looking forward to me failing. Like, you I get a y'all. sense of pride and joy of seeing me fail. Bro, we got we to gotta give them a moment to soak that up. Think about that. Let that marinate, nigga. Like, how can you be my friend if you looking forward to my failure? If you look, if you looking at me and you and you laugh and you applaud when something bad happens to me, and I'm not saying anybody because nobody will admit to that, but I know for a fact it's some motherfuckers out there, dog, that you call yourself somebody's friend and you mm-hmm. love nothing more to see than them going through some bullshit. And you know what? Let me let me let me tell you something. When Meek Mill said these niggas praying on my downfall, I can guarantee you he was not talking about his friends. Uh-huh. So how could anybody say they're your friend if they're looking forward to your failure? And and again, I always take it back to uh like self-esteem, bro. Like it's yeah. like, bro, the, if you truly confident, you shouldn't have to have to see that to make you feel better about your own. That makes it, they want to see you fail because it makes them feel better about whatever the fuck they're going through in their life. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one time I was watching the top 10 video about NFL players. And this white dude was like, yo, some of the best shit to see in the NFL is to see somebody fall. See one of the NFL players trip and fall. And they was like, why? And he was like, man, you think about it. All these guys' life, they, they win, they get the girls. They go to high school, you know, they, they was probably prom king. And, you know, they was in, they went to college and they just make millions of dollars and they good looking and shit. Right. And he goes, but you know what? Guess who just failed though? Guess who just failed? Maybe your wife cheats on you. Maybe your mm-hmm. kids don't like you. <laughs> shit ain't perfect, man. <laughs> so it's like, you know, something. So a lot of the times when it's like, yeah, like, bro. Kobe Bryant, man, taught me so much, bro. I, bro. Kobe Bryant taught me so much about life, man, because I swear I hated Kobe Bryant, bro. Like, not when I'm talking about hate, I'm not talking about from a basketball. I hated this nigga, bro. I hate, I didn't want to listen to his fucking bullshit rap songs. I don't think nobody wanted to listen to that shit. Okay, real talk. But, but I don't think no, I, yeah, you're right. Nobody wanted to listen to that shit. But I, when his games done, I would, when Laker games would come on, I wouldn't want to watch him. When I would play, you know, NBA Live or NBA 2K, I would always want to play against the Lakers and beat the Lakers. Like, it was just like, man, I hated Kobe Bryant motherfucking ass, man. I hated him. And then as I got older, you know why I realized that I hated him? Because this nigga was really fucking good at basketball, bro. Mm-hmm. He was doing he was shit really you couldn't good. do. Bro, when I go out of the basketball court and I shoot that basketball, I want that shit to go in, bro. And it don't go in. Kobe shits go in. And that shit More made times you mad, than huh? they don't. Huh? That shit made you mad, huh? You was a real made life hater. Man, Kobe could dunk. In life, in the most pivotal moments when the fucking clock is running down, Kobe motherfucking ass could make something happen. Ain't... Nigga, right now, if my if I set the microwave to a minute <laughs> and hmm. be like, I'm gonna go over here and come back before this food done, that should always be before I get there. I never get there in time. So when shit is pivotal. I be I be dropping the ball like a motherfucker, bro. Dang. So like, so if your life depended on it, you had to hit one shot. You might bruh, not make it, huh? Everybody die. <laughs> <laughs> if if, if, oh, if the nigga over in North Korea said we we have bomb, we blow up America, Casey, make one free throw, <laughs> everybody dying. I'm just gonna be crying when I'm shooting. I'm sorry, mama. I, oh I, shit! Listen, quick story. I used to work at IKEA distribution center, right? Mm. They had this, they had this, this shoot, the uh, this basketball contest that everybody was in, right? So we was all cheering, everybody sucked or whatever. But the manager of the whole DC takes the ball and throws it to him. He said, "Okay, Casey, six shots right now. You got to make six out of ten. Uh, no, five out of ten. You got to make five out of ten. And your whole department gonna get lunch. So I threw my jacket down like nigga, let's go. Bruh, four out of ten. Dang. When I got to the last shot to make five, everybody started cheering my name. KC, 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 KC. Bruh, I break that shit horribly. <laughs> bruh, no defense, no defense, no nothing. So it goes to show you, bruh, that's why I fucking hated Kobe Bryant, because his shit would have went in. And he was tall, and his wife was fine as a motherfucker, and he had a bunch of fucking money. That's why, nigga, you know, uh, you know, so that's why a lot of the times people hate, bro, because a lot of the times they fucking really, truly admire this person, and they get mm-hmm. mad at themselves. So they don't. And you know what it sounds like? I to didn't me, hate though? Kobe. I hated myself. It sounds a little bit like 
you didn't have no real friends at IKEA. Because <laughs> a real friend would have said, nah, nah, bro. You know damn well you can't play basketball. Mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not going to put my lunch in your hands, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that. No. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, bro. You ain't got no real friends at IKEA. No, no, no. No, 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 Casey. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no. Anybody but Casey. No, no. Let Tyrone, big six foot eight Tyrone, shoot these shots. Tyrone play basketball. Casey Tyrone, Kello, no. Tyrone mm-hmm. made it to college playing basketball. <laughs> Casey didn't even play. Casey played uh, when he was six in the Winsburg Jackson County Rec League. Yeah. <laughs> we were undefeated. Shout out to y'all, wherever y'all are. I don't know. I played with Duke and George Pickett and all them niggas. That team was dope. And that oh, was the end of my career. Well, shit. I know why y'all was undefeated. It won't because of Casey Keller. I, <laughs> I got a couple rebounds one game. I got like four <laughs> rebounds one game, nigga. What you talking about? Hell no. That was it. That was for the season. Not just for the game. For oh, the season. I got four rebounds in one game <laughs> that season. Oh, shit. My daddy was so proud. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So but when yeah. do you think when do you think you really realized the the weight that taking accountability carried, bro? It's so hard. It'll bring tears to your eyes, bro. It really will. It's 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 not easy, man. And listen, when me and Ryan preach accountability, man, that's what our whole shit, a lot of what we stand for, is based on. Accountability is not is not something you wake up and just do one motherfucking day, dog. It takes years, and. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. None of us that perfected on them, but you just got to be committed to always looking at every situation you in and being like, "What the fuck did I do to get into this situation? Mm-hmm. What the fuck could I have improved?" <clears throat> you know, we're anti. Again, we say this plenty of other times on the podcast. We are anti. We are anti. Not growing, whatever the fuck. That was a double negative, and I'm sorry, but we really just want to. We're really pro evolution we want people to grow Mm -hmm. you know we want people to learn from their mistakes so like i'll put it to you like this man when i was in high school i was all about my friends right i was all about i got along with the fellas real good in high school i was really really mean to women because i was crazy insecure so i was really really mean to women in high school all mm-hmm. through high school, I was just bitch, bitch, this, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch, fuck you, bitch. I slap a bitch, I push a bitch, I get in a bitch face, I, I you know what I mean? Because I was very insecure, right? Mm-hmm. So it came a time in my life where, okay, now it's time for everybody to start going to the dances, and everybody starts getting girlfriends, and everybody starts making out. Girls start letting niggas suck on their titties and finger pop them real good. They not quite fucking yet, but everybody finger popping some. Everybody mm. kissing. Smell KC my finger. Sit, KC sitting on the motherfucking corner looking hard with the ice grill on, nigga. One, this nigga, man, y'all niggas, man, fuck these bitches, blah, 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 blah. Eventually, KC sit around like, damn, why the fuck don't I got no bitch? Mm. I ain't the finest nigga here, but I damn sure. That nigga got a bitch. We ain't gonna say his name, but he got a bitch. I don't got a bitch. I'm better than him. He got one, and I don't got one. So you had. I had to come to the realization, bro. It was because of how I overall acted and mm-hmm. how I treated 
people and I had to wear it. You have to look back at your life and say, how many times could shit had to wear different? So at first, did you look at it as these bitches tripping? Absolutely. When I was in it? Yeah, yeah. You know, they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Looking back at it, it was like, bro, you were completely out of line. Right, yeah. But it, when I was in it, when I was in my emotions, of course, I was always pointing the fingers at everybody else. Man, these bitches just stuck up. Yeah. Man, they won't fucking stuck up, Casey. You just was an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's you that just accountability. was an asshole, bro. You was an asshole. So over the years, bro, I had to learn to take accountability. That's, you know, with my with my wife, with my friends, everybody. I had to take accountability for everything. My mother, my father, everything that ever happened in my life, I have to always go back and hold myself accountable. Because if you hold yourself accountable, you, can, or you can't change other people. Mm-hmm. Your power comes from when you can say, okay, what the fuck was I doing? And let me learn myself and let me grow so I could avoid these type of situations again. And you know what? You know what What's saying? a big thing, Casey? I tell people all the time, man, control what you can control. Don't worry there about the go. rest of that bullshit. Control what you have control over. And um, you'd be surprised how, how, how things will change, man. You think about like, mm, I use women as an example because it's easy, but women, dating, because women constantly will say, oh, men ain't shit or it ain't no good man out there or every nigga I done fuck with is just wag, whatever. Mm-hmm. You ever stop to think maybe it's something about you? Yeah. Like, every man is not the same. Every man ain't whack. Every man ain't shit. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something about you that's attracting these type of men. Absolutely. And something about them that's attracting you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just like ain't shit niggas. That could be it. So maybe you need to change something about you. You got to look in the mirror and just be like, hey, what can I change about me so that I get a different outcome? And even if you notice, guys, on the podcast, me and Ryan, a lot of the times we talk about each other. We don't use other people's names, but I put my shit out there. Fuck it. Because Mm -hmm. I can tell y'all we're no better than y'all. We're no worse than y'all. We're no better than y'all. We're all the same. At all. I'll put it to you like this, man. When I was coming up in the game, I liked a certain type of girl. Mm, as we all did. Top shit. We all like that bitch. Mm. Christina Milian's ass bitch. <laughs> right, exactly. Coming up in the game, I wanted me a Christina Milian or a Gabrielle Union or mm-hmm. a cheerleader or some shit. Yep. At some point, Casey has to say, you know what? This I'm I'm bad. I'm really I'm really shooting like 10% with these bitches. This is not working. <laughs> right. These bitches are not feeling me. And then you got to just make the adjustment. There's no problem with it. And it's they usually don't. for the best. Like, but, I, but what I don't understand with a lot of people in dating is they keep doing the same thing, going to the same places. You done fuck four niggas out this club. You done fuck four women out this club. Hmm. And then you turn around after they don't work out with them for you go back to that same club. Same club. You know what's funny about that? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Talk about it. Now, if you keep going to the same fucking place, you're going to get the same results. You go to the same club, the same type of people are in this same club. You're going to get the same shit every time. Every time. So that that's, to me, that's fucking insane to keep going, expecting to get something different. 
Yeah. So, Ryan, did you ever find a moment where you had to look in the mirror and just be like, you know what, man, this is some shit about me. I'm out of change. Like, you, what's your sure. journey what when that? it came to when? What was your journey when it came to accountability? Uh, it it it's a daily thing for me. All the fucking time, I'm I'm looking in the mirror at myself, man. Like, I'm trying to think back. I can't really even think back to a time where. Uh, to like where it started, where I started realizing, you know what, I need to change something about me. I can't think back to a specific moment, but like more recently, hell, I I went up trying to get a promotion. You know, uh-huh. I went in, tried to get promoted, took the test, missed the shit by five points. Right. Now, I could have went and pointed the finger like, yeah, these motherfuckers ain't trying to help me out. They ain't giving me no extra points, this, that, and the third. They're giving it to the white boys and shit like that. No. I felt like, you know what? In fact, Casey, I told you about it. I said, Casey, I need to study a little more, man. You did. I missed it by five points. I fucked up. I should have studied more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just taking me taking my own accountability for my own shit. If I had studied more, maybe I would have got that five extra points. Exactly. And then, and then thinking, you know, I studied, but I, I could have studied harder. Exactly. That's it. And then when it comes to the accountability shit, it's the accountability, hold yourself accountable. It's one of the most beautiful things you can do. Even in relationships, it's like, dog, if you are knowing that you are doing the right thing and you are holding mm-hmm. yourself accountable at every turn, you can easily walk away from a toxic situation because you're no longer yeah. questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. I did everything that I could and I know I gave it 100 percent, you know, like, you right. know, like when they say, like, man, you know, people will respect you, you know, if. If your motherfucking ass go out and you you get into a. a uh, at a basketball game, a football game, and you get into a fight, whatever it is, man, you compete with somebody else and you go and give it 100%, man, most fair-minded people will respect that. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave he gave it his, he gave it his heart. He, he gave it he gave it his all. He went with all heart and he went out and he, he fucking tried his best. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Most people will yeah. be like, okay, you know, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you hold yourself accountable, like, look, man, I know that I did my best. You always could just make shit easy to swallow. In relationships, men, if you say, man, look, I'm trying everything I can to do the right thing by my woman, and the shit ain't working, it makes it easier to cut it off and walk the fuck away. What's always mm-hmm. confusing was when you not really doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Right, right, and, and right. everybody just pointing fingers back at each other. Put a person in a point where they put a person in a situation where at least it's hard for them to point a finger at you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like it, it should be hard. That's the thing. That that's when when you have real friends, it should be hard for you not to take accountability. Exactly. Like if I got three of my friends coming to me telling me my breath stink, you know what? Maybe I need to go back and brush my goddamn teeth. Exactly. Because if, if I got three friends telling me my breath stink, I look stupid as hell if I look up and say, hey, y'all tripping, man. Don't, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Mm. Breath stink. Whatever. Yeah, man. No. And um, One day, um, like, a, like a long time ago, almost a year ago, man, me and Ryan had this epic conversation about uh, Michael Jackson's voice. Mm-hmm. And we was like, man, because I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. I was like, man, could you imagine if Michael Jackson had a deep voice. It wouldn't be the same. And we started singing Man in the Mirror. <laughs> this way, everybody was like, could you imagine Michael Jackson? I'm going to make a change. 
cool once in my life. Like that shit would have been like oh, deep fuck ass shit. Barry White. That song would have been trash, boy. <laughs> gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Like, come on now. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Get this big weird nigga off the stage. <laughs> but anyway, so the song inspired me and Ryan conversation, bro. And it's like when you get older and you really sit and listen to that motherfucking song. Well, Mike, when I was a kid, I was scared. I was like, who's the man in the mirror? This is weird. But now that mm-hmm. I'm grown, the man in the mirror is yourself. He's saying yourself. If it you, starts if with you're, you. If, you, if you're having trouble finding a nice person and seem like everybody mean, be a nice person. Mm-hmm. If you want people to be fair, you be fair. If you want to yep. be questioned and say people ain't good friends, be a good fucking friend first. Before Absolutely. you want to turn around and say, who the fuck, before you want to go and say these bitches ain't shit, nigga, is you shit? Is you exactly. doing anything? Ladies, before you want to go around and say men ain't shit, are you worth a damn? Mm-hmm. And you know what else, man? People don't realize this, but don't nobody owe you nothing. Hell no. Don't nobody owe you a motherfucking thing. So, like you said, if, if if you want somebody to be nice to you, why don't you just be a nice fucking person? Exactly, Focus on being man. a nice person. I don't understand the sense of entitlement that we, we have sometimes, bro. Like, where we feel like that we have to give nothing and everybody's supposed to just stimulate us all the day, all the time, man. You know? Mm-hmm. And Ryan, real talk, man, when it, and, you know, to keep it on the subject, bro, like, when you talk about a flunk... I'm not no motherfucking flunky no more. I've always told my friends how I felt and shit like that. Right. But I have been a friend where it was just like, okay, I was always a team player. It was like I will always put my wants and feelings to the side because I didn't understand it. Like, how the fuck could anybody ever be different than that? I thought, like, once we friends, bro, all that dumb shit fell out the window. Like, I never really focused on okay, nigga, you called me, but I didn't call you. Nigga, this nigga didn't call me. I called him, though. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think about, like, yeah, man, nigga, I went, you know, nigga, one day he his car broke down, and I went and gave him gas. Nigga, did, nigga, did you give me gas, nigga? Well, he See, that, to me, that shit, that's not a real friend, yo. Like, exactly. you're like, looking for something out of me. You're looking for something. Like, you only did, you didn't do that out of, out of, it wasn't pure. It wasn't genuine. You didn't was, do that out of the kindness of your heart. You did it because you expected me to do something back for you. That's the difference between giving somebody money and letting somebody borrow money. It's a difference yeah. between spending money on somebody and investing. Mm-hmm. An investment, you want that shit back. Oh, yeah. With interest. My mm-hmm. nigga, don't, don't do me like that. Don't mm-hmm. do nothing for me unless it's true. I don't want it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But the realest the realest I could think I could think about it is like with my friends coming up, whenever this whenever God t- cuts my lights out, I think that everybody gonna go back and nobody can say I ever was a bad friend. Mm. Nobody. They might can say he got on my nerves. They might can say And you know what, a, your friend should get on your nerves from time yeah, to time. He might you think when me and Ron talk about this motherfucking gym conversation, it's like, oh, here this nigga go. Because Ron will bring it up at a weird time. 
<laughs> Me and Ron will be having a great conversation. Random. Hey, how you doing, Ron? Everything good, KC? What's good with you? Hey, man, nothing, man. Looking at football, man. Everything, man. My team won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You know, uh, my wife cooked, man. We having a great time, man. You know, my son doing good. My daughter's doing good, man. Just a beautiful day, man. How's the wife? My wife doing good, too, KC. By the way, nigga, speaking of doing good, you took your fat ass to the gym? When the last time you been to the gym, man? I know we talked about this. It's like, oh shit, uh, yeah, nigga. Then I gotta hear Ryan give me sixteen bars about how the fuck, nigga, you said. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got, and I gotta eat it though. So that's what your friends are supposed to do, but they can never say like, "Yo, KC was a bad friend. KC did me dirty." And KC, nah, none of them. And you know, you know what I respect most about it, KC. I'm not in fucking Maryland. You can sit there and lie to my face like, yeah, nigga, I just got a great workout in. <laughs> Been killing it in the gym lately. You can lie to my damn face. Now, for one, it would be dumb because it's not beneficial to either one of us. Like, I don't care. Like, if you lie to me, all right, nigga, that didn't change nothing. Like, if you go to the gym, it ain't like I'm going to say I don't fuck with you no more. If you don't go to the gym, whatever, whatever. Exactly. All they're doing is hurting you because you're not really working out. So, nigga, hey. You and and, all, and also, and also, everybody, know. also, everybody needs to keep in mind that the gym shit was some shit that I wanted to fucking do. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. It wasn't and- like it wasn't <laughs> like Ryan just came at me like, "Hey, nigga, you need to go to the gym." It was like I started trying to be like, "Yo, Ryan, I'm trying to get on this health shit, man. I'm trying to get healthy. Mm-hmm. I want to live to be like 150." Like yeah. I started talking about it, Ryan about it, and Ryan just held me accountable for the shit that I was saying out my mouth. So it wasn't like he just came out the blue with the shit. Like, Casey, you said, that, oh, yeah, Ryan, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to come over here. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. Right. He just holding me accountable for what I said. And that's what friends are supposed to do. But nobody could ever say that I snaked them. But right. it's very rare that you could have a friend that say they can't say it back. So right. Say, I ain't snaked you. I could say a lot of my niggas that y'all know who y'all is, Ryan, you included, I could say. Them niggas ain't never did nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But there's mm-hmm. some motherfuckers that can't say that. You don't want some fucking bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so the when fuck... the last time you been to the gym? <laughs> you gonna think of the last time I told you. Which... <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, motherfucker, we was on the phone. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Remember that was a long was, ass remember time we ago. Was, remember we was talking and you was like, remember that? Yeah, KC me was on the phone? That was the last yeah. time I went to the gym, nigga. That was a very long time ago, my brother. That was a long time ago. Yes, yes. I will be. I will be going back, uh, one day. So, like I was oh, saying. Shit. So, uh, <laughs> so like I was saying though, man. Like for real though, man. Like when it comes to friends, man. Like if you a real friend, the key is to me is always look in the mirror. Number one, and number two. Don't expect your friends to be extra fucking Superman when you just regular. Don't expect for your right. friends to be LeBron James and your motherfucking ass is 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 Derrick Rose. Exactly. You can't set expectations for your friends and you not giving them the same type of energy. Ryan, exactly, bro. Don't mm-hmm. contradict yourself. Live exactly. by your own rules. Don't right. set standards right. for your fucking friends that you don't set for yourself. If you say, if look, I know many different friends and I always abide by my friends' wishes. So, right. if you tell me, Casey, you know what? 
my I don't like niggas fucking with my baby mama. I'm not gonna fuck with your baby mama, but don't fuck my baby mama. Exactly, exactly. If you a female and you telling other girls, don't fuck my baby daddy, don't fuck my ex, don't fuck my first love. Okay, cool, but don't fuck her baby daddy. Don't fuck her first love. Mm-hmm. If you say these are your requirements, you go off of, and you have these requirements out of a friend. You damn sure better be listening to that friend's requirement. Friendships are mutual. It's a mutual affection. You know what, though? And that's another thing that kind of throw me off. But I think it could be me being a man. Because I feel like, as a man, we don't even have to speak on shit like that. Like, it's just a natural understanding. Like, we friends, we got boundaries and rules and shit that we understand about each other because of, you know, just the way our friendship is. Yeah, like, but Ryan, real talk, real talk, real talk. Sometimes we gotta stop that, though. Like sometimes niggas, if you if you a nigga that's in your feelings, it's okay, my nigga. Like, you know your friend got a huge penis, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And and goddamn it, he about to fuck, <laughs> he about to fuck Bill, baby, Bubba. You know he about to wreck that shit. Don't say I don't give a fuck. You can't if that yeah, nigga don't, put don't that lie baby. now. Just be real. Keep it a hundred. But but like. I don't know. It's just like a little shit. Don't say, don't say, hey, yo, man. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, man. Your, uh, your baby mama, you know, she coming at me, man. You, you cool with it? And you know, Casey oh, walk around man. with this motherfucking baby elephant trunk in my drawer. Damn, you about to lay that bitch out. <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And then I hit this shit. You call it the next day. Yeah, heard you like elephants. You trifling, <laughs> bitch. But next time he need his haircut, tell that nigga to cut it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no man, Don't I, do I that. I feel like like guys get a mutual understanding of if different things. Not even just that, man. Just of different things. Like, shit. Me, me and my fucking best friend, we don't talk every day. We we rarely talk. Every once in a while, it'd be a quick text. Hey, what's going on? Just checking on you, bro. How you living? You all right? You good? Cool. But we got to understand that don't mean I fuck with him any less. And I would be crazy to say I expect him to call me at least once a week or some shit like that. Or once a month and set a requirement like, nigga, you can't be my friend. You can't call me once a month. No. Exactly. Grown ass fucking people. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. It don't mean we're any less of friends because of that. Exactly. It means we got shit going on and like we got lives. Now, let's be real, though. Females, a lot of the times, though, man, like, you'll see a girl fall out with other girls. Like, bro, I've seen girls, like, and, and and trust me, if the shoe fit, wear the motherfucker, man. But I've seen so many friends fall out over some motherfucking niggas, bro. Like, they'll be the best friends, and then you get the motherfuckers behind closed doors, and they get to get, you put a nigga in between them. Mm. Boy. Mm. You know that ain't her real hair. Well, what was I about to say? And the wig <laughs> comes off. <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna say no names, but I remember situations like that. These bitches like, oh my god, bestie! Oh my god, bestie! And I got the bitches together. She was like, "You ever seen that bitch with no makeup on?" Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Bitch look like the goddamn creep keeper. Oh god! That was an ugly motherfucker too. Crip Keeper was a motherfucker, man. But yeah. So in closing, man, we is about that time, man. In closing, man, Michael Jackson says, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself. Make the change. And make the change. Take a look at yourself. 
And make the change. Make that change. We're gonna make change. Uh, you were supposed to do it with the deep voice. Oh, yeah. We're gonna make that. <laughs> we're gonna make that change. Shamone. <laughs> yeah. Looking this is my this is this is Michael Jackson coming back with Man in the Mirror. <laughs> I'm going to make a change. Who this big sensitive ass? Bro, imagine if he still had like the big block nose and everything. <laughs> he wouldn't be Michael Jackson right now. They could be nah. talk, if he stuck like that and looked like the original Michael Jackson. No, nah, nobody buy that shit. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I never can say goodbye. No, 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 no. Look within yourself. <laughs> Change, you know, let that change start within you. <laughs> Been the two of us. Um, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be there. Be there. Energy with your friends. No uh, one wants to be <laughs> defeated. <laughs> keep, keep your friends accountable. Be accountable yourself. Don't just try to make your friends accountable. Make sure you're accountable to yourself. Exactly, man. Exactly. Make sure that you hold your look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. If you come up, do you right remember now? the time? <laughs> Keep it in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but for real, if 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 you look around and all of a sudden, like everybody you had that was a friend since high school, you don't fuck with. We're not saying y'all lost contact. We mean I don't fuck everybody that was your best friend. You don't fuck with them no more. If that shit keep happening, nigga, that's you. Mirror. Yep. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Does anybody think that anymore? Is that out of style in 2000, motherfucker, 18? Maybe it's it you. Is. I think it is out of style, man. We need to bring that back. Maybe it's you. You I'm beefing putting that with shit every on the shirt, bro. Every female you had, every motherfucking friend you had since motherfucking middle school, you them, you you and that you and them bitches don't talk no more. Hashtag alert. Maybe it's you. Hashtag alert. Hashtag maybe it's you. And with that said, man, that is another episode of Ryan and Case No Chase. We appreciate all the support, everybody who listens, everybody who shares, everybody who uh, comments, everybody who's positive, negative, all the energy you give us, we truly appreciate it. All right? So uh, that's another episode of Ryan and Case No Chase. We love y'all. Peace. Gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. And as I turn up the color gold, a favorite winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind. I see the hills in the street. Enough to eat. Who am I to be blind? Pretending not to see them eat. I saw this mystery guy, a broken bottle top, and a one-man show.
Ramírez.